Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast. The place to be if you want to create prosperity in your life and in your business by creating really prosperity from the inside out and apply spirituality, energy principles and mindset to create a successful life and business, the life and business that you really desire and that are aligned with your deepest values and your deepest uh, desires. I'm your host, Paola De Vescovi, and uh, as you know, if you've been following me for a while, these uh, last episodes, the latest episodes, have been devoted to uh, meeting amazing women who will be speakers at the Women Who Dare to Desire conference uh, uh, taking place in London on the 31st of January uh, 2020, amazingly designed and created by my friend and uh, coach and healer, Deborah Luzzi. So today we have another amazing speaker with us, uh, Emma Hammond. And the episode is going to be a little bit different, less, you know, focused on the inner work and more focused on the strategies that you need to create prosperity in your business, to achieve those results in terms of sales, in, term, in terms of profits, visibility that make a business successful. So just let me introduce Emma a little bit, Emma Hammond, also known as the Queen of Automation. She's a, a single mother living in Jersey, the Channel Islands. And uh, after making the decision to build a better life for herself and her child, she threw herself into building a business around working two jobs, raising a child and battling with mental health issues. Over a period of four months, she increased her revenue in her business by over 900%, all through automatic marketing methods using Facebook, mainly Facebook, and she has never spent any money on advertising. She works with the service-based business owners, helping them to create businesses that give them freedom and allows them to create the, their dream life. She now runs her own agency that provides a digital marketing and business process uh, and business process automation services. She now has a team of nine people, as you will hear during the interview. So in a very short period of time, she has created 
herself a business by design that really suits her needs, professional needs, but also the needs that a mother who's raising her child needs. So with all the flexibility that this amazing, um, let's call it, I don't want to call it job, this amazing vocation that of being a mother um, requires. So without any further ado, let's listen to my interview with Emma. for being with me today thank you for having me all right so i have already introduced you a little bit but can you tell our audience something about you what you do yeah sure um so i'm emma hammond um also known as the queen of automation online um, i'm a single mother i live in jersey in the channel islands originally from England in Manchester. Um, and 18 months ago, I decided I wanted to launch my own business. Um, so at the time I was working in insurance, been in sales for quite a long time and kind of customer service based businesses, decided that I wanted to create a better life for my son. I had a lot of sales experience um, and some marketing experience. So I launched my own business. Um, I started off as a business coach and very quickly um, scaled my business and grew my own agency. And I now have um, nine team members um, and scaled my business very quickly and was able to leave um, both of my jobs. Um, I was able to do all of that without actually paying any money on advertising and just using my personal Facebook profile. So how did you get into automation? Um, at the time, it was around the time when I first started my business. Um, so I used to do a lot of mentoring, teaching people how to use social media and build their brand. And I found myself quite worn out and burnt out. I was trying to do everything myself. Um, I actually ended up getting Bell's palsy. Kind of, I think it was quite stress related. So my whole body kind of, I was trying to work about 50 hours a week and then look after a child as well. Um, I got Bell's palsy couldn't work for two moms my whole body kind of went stop <laughs> just stop um and at that point I started thinking there's got to be an easier way there's got to be a better way you know than hustling all the time working running around doing everything myself so I started looking into anything any way that I could actually automate some simple processes in my business to start freeing up some more time that's when I fell in love with it, managed to cut my working hours down to like 20 hours a week, which is amazing when you've got um, a family to look after and other things to juggle. And then started actually implementing that into my clients' businesses as well and helping them to achieve the same. So what is, you know, first of all, what is the your ideal client? The, not only the client that you work with but also the client that you particularly love to work with yeah it's, it's other moms um so 
I do I do work with men as well um, and other people in the industry um, but mostly my typical client will be a mom who was in the same situation that I was in before um, so she'll have a service-based business she'll be able she'll be trying to build a better life for their child want a bit more freedom want to be able to work from home you know go traveling and spend more time with their families and they'll have a service-based business um, there'll be you know some kind of coaching or in the health industry or therapist or you know along them lines um, they've already got clients so they've already got a successful business to a degree um, but they just want to stop working so many hours and that's where I would come involved get involved and help them to automate their processes and what is the what are the, the things the processes that you most commonly help your clients automate yeah, mostly. Um, so the main ones are the sales process. So I build sales funnels, um, which is essentially the process that just takes people from when they first see you online or first recognize your brand to actually making a buying decision and then purchasing from you. Um, so I build out the whole process of that using chat box and email marketing um, funnels as well to essentially automate the whole process of building the relationship with your audience and building the relationship with people that might buy from you, doing all that, you know, dealing with inquiries and taking people on that journey on an automated basis. And client onboarding, that's a big one. Um, lots of people, um, I knew so many people that I start working off with, they do it all manually. So they're sending clients contracts individually, sending emails out individually and, um, doing everything manually by hand, uh, but I can build out. I can build out a whole automated system within a chatbot to onboard a new client. Um, course delivery, things like that. So a lot, a lot of my clients have courses or their coaches, and they have programs um, serve people that way. You can actually build out a whole automated system that's going to take people, take the clients step by step through all the information that they need, um, and. Another big one as well is social media, because a lot of people spend a lot of time on social media. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, a lot of time creating content, repurposing content, scheduling your content. And um, so I've actually put a system in place that I do for my clients, um, whereby they can actually plan, um, write, input their social media content, and then it automatically schedules to all their platforms. Mm -hmm. um, so that frees up a lot of hours every week because a lot of people are spending money on hiring assistants or social media managers when actually they don't need to they can automate a lot lots of it they can just get a little bit more organized automate it um, and then they don't have to spend um, hundreds of pounds every month outsourcing it so um, for let's let's say for example that you know um, a, a person, a woman, maybe, you know, a, a mother uh, wants to uh, create her own business and she's, you know, in the very startup phase, okay? She has a clear idea. She knows what, you know, her business would, should be, uh, look like. So if you meet a client like this, I'm asking this question because mm -hmm. There are many people in my audience who are in this phase, you know, just the startup. They have this fantastic idea and they are starting implementing the idea. How can you support them? What, and how would you 
start the conversation with them? And how would you support them in the initial phases of their business? Yeah, I do have a few clients um, that are, are just starting up their own businesses. I think the first point really is to make sure that they're really clear on their brand. Um, it's not something that I delve too deeply in because I wouldn't say that I'm an expert in branding, although I do have a rather large knowledge. Um, so my first point would be to make sure that they know exactly what they're doing, who they're going to be marketing to, who their ideal client is, um, what direction they're going in. And then when they're really clear on that is to ask them to map out their processes. Um, so to get really clear sometimes they they don't know so it might be um a matter of them actually having to help a few people for free um so what i tend to recommend to people is sometimes you know say you're a coach for example offer to offer a few coaching sessions for free to someone to actually go through the whole process to see exactly what you're going to need to automate because people don't understand what the processes are until they've actually been through them and then they can map them out um, so sometimes for someone to sit there and I'll go, OK, well, what's the process that you want to automate? They'll just they won't they won't know because they don't actually have any business or any clients yet. Um, so the first thing I'd recommend is to, you know, do a demo or a test trial with a couple of people and actually take them through the steps of your program or your service um, and help them how you would a normal client. And then use that to actually map out the processes and track any problems, any issues find things that were taking a bit longer um, than, than what they should. And then we can actually look at um, once they've got the clear processes mapped out, um, the best tools, the best software, the best systems um, for me to put in place to automate it for them. Okay. So you not only provide automation, but you're you know, also consulting. Yes. yes. I do consulting okay. as well. All right. So it's, more, it's a whole package, um, really. Okay. And you mentioned chat boxes. This is quite a, you know, yeah, chat box. <laughs> tool, let's say, you know, there are, um, what, what I hear is of course it, it's an amazing tool in terms you really, um, get help in the initial, uh, approach with the clients. You can already provide, automatically uh, answers to the you know most frequent questions and things like this uh, however there are people that the things you know that the, the, the thing you know it's not so personal this conversation that you have mm. with an automated tool so what kind of results are you experiencing and are there maybe different ways that you have used chat boxes with your clients um well the the chat bot is just essentially a tool to take people through a process and i think as long as they're aware that it is a chat bot and you're not trying to be something that it isn't does that make sense i think people get confused when they don't understand whether it's a real person or not if they understand that it is a chat bot um then it works really well, but I also find that you have to bring some personality and it's all about the copy as well that you use. 
Um, so you still need to talk and still use the same kind of copy that you would with your audience normally. And I think that's what people miss out. They start talking really robotic and boring kind of <laughs> within their chatbots. And also they focus on trying to sell. And I think that's where it goes wrong as well, because a lot of people use them just to try and sell and promote themselves, um, which it shouldn't be really used as. It's, it's a tool to try and save time. It's a tool to automate processes, and it's also there to create conversations and build relationships with people and to actually get your customers or potential customers engaging with you. So it's about creating engagement, not just shooting information out. Um, but it, it's it's an incredible tool. Um, I mean, some examples are what I do for a lot of clients is they run free challenges. So a lot of my clients are in the coaching industry. So they might run like a five day free challenge or a little mini course that they want to give to their audience. And I help them deliver that and launch that through the chatbot. So people will actually register it. The chatbot will just automatically give them the details. This is the date that it starts. This is what you need to know. This is the Facebook group you need to be in. Um, can you give me your email address so we can send you at X, Y, Z? And it just takes them through the whole process. Um, and then we'll send them reminders each day through the challenge and can actually send them replays of the videos, etc. I mean, if you didn't have that in place, it would be a lot of either posting things on social media and hoping people see it and click through or it'd be a lot of one-to-one -one messenger conversations oh here's the information and having to send it again and again and again um, personally um, so if it's something like that people people are great with it as long as you're just giving them the information that they've asked for and it's not unsolicited you encroaching on their messenger box if you understand what I'm saying and what kind of improvement have you experienced, I mean, yourself and with your clients in terms of, you know, engagement and also the, in terms of the um, results, but also in terms of sales, not only engagement yeah. with your clients, but also have you experienced maybe increased sales? And Very, very much so. I mean, I convert... Um, I convert between 10 and 20% more depending on what it is of my chatbot subscribers to clients, which okay. is a really great conversion rate if you compare it to like email marketing um, because messenger marketing actually has an average open rate of 80 to 90%. So it's really uh, people are reading your messages. So as long as you're sending the right content in them, it's a way of engaging with people because they're actually seeing it. Whereas not that many people read as many emails these days. Email marketing is still very relevant and it still works. Um, but you're just not going to get as high open rates as you get with uh, messenger marketing because, you know, people will actually see your content. It's also, I think, it, can it, it, it also depends on the fact that we are also, there's been a change in the, in terms of the device that we are using to consume yeah. our content. So we yeah. have, you know, the phones in our hand, everything is happening there and it's, you know, uh, much more, uh, much quicker than it used to be. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's like nearly 3 billion yeah. users mm -hmm. on Facebook yeah, worldwide yeah. now. That's a lot. So most 
people are already on Facebook and they've already got the messenger up on their phone and they're already spend a long time on it every day anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's about staying relevant and I really feel that people should be learning how to kind of move with this technology and embrace it and learn how to use it correctly in their yeah. businesses as well. Yeah. yeah. So we are wrapping up and uh, I would love you to leave a message for, for our audience, you know, thinking especially of those people who are uh, starting their own business and they would love to create uh, freedom uh, with an online business. And this kind of freedom, for me, it's also prosperity. You, know? you are... Yeah, prosperous when you have time to spend as you like rather than being you know stuck in front of a computer or sitting at a desk or whatever you do in your business so what is your message for them yeah my message is um don't be like me (laughs) and think that you can do everything by yourself and wear yourself out and get stressed out about everything there is always a simpler solution And when something isn't working, I think sometimes we just need to get a pair of fresh eyes on the situation. Don't keep on doing the same things that you've always done because you're just going to end up getting more and more burnt out. You need to start having a look at possibly even simplifying a lot of what you're already doing, finding what works, what doesn't, and get some help. Um, Because the longer that you try and do everything by yourself, Um, the quicker that you're going to get burnt out and you'll lose passion for what you do. Um, I think when you're trying to do everything and you're trying to do your admin, your marketing, everything within your business, um, you don't end up doing the parts that you really enjoy doing. Um, So my best advice for people is to get some kind of help or some form of support as early as you can um, so that you can focus on doing what you love and don't get bogged down with the rest. Yeah. Emma, where can uh, our audience find you? Um, I am on Facebook. Um, You can find me on Facebook, Emma Louise Hammond, or type in the Queen of Automation and you will find me. Um, Or my website is www.emmahammond.co.uk. Perfect. And Emma is another of our amazing speakers at the Women Who Dare to Desire conference taking place in London on January the 31st, 2020. So if you happen to be in London, don't miss this event. But it can also be a nice excuse to be in London. So you can plan a a weekend there and attend uh, this very inspiring uh, event with uh, many amazing speakers and Emma is another is one of them so thank you again Emma for being with us thank you and I will see you in January you will thank you very much
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.